Welcome to the 15th Club with your hosts, Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers. Ed and Scotty will bring you up to date on all the big news in the world of golf every Saturday from 5 to 6. Time to tee it high and let it fly. Good afternoon, everyone. Have you caught your breath yet? Uh, Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers in the shadow of the University of Texas where the Texas Longhorns won by their hair, their chinny-chin-chin this afternoon over a resilient Kansas State team. Final score was 33-30. Welcome to the 15th Club, proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank with assistance from Zilker Belts, Adele Golf, Donald Ross Sportswear, Dirty Martin's Place, the Muni Conservancy, Maudie's Tex-Mex, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, and the Salt Lick Barbecue. Scotty and I are joined today by our great friend Mark Brooks, the 1996 PGA champion and lifetime Longhorn. Scotty, Mark, good afternoon. Scotty, uh, what a game this afternoon between the Longhorns and Kansas State. Texas wins. They're now 8-1 and one on the season, and I compare it to our favorite uh, sport besides college football, golf. There are no pictures on the scorecard. There are no pictures today. A win is a win is a win, but wow, what a crazy day it was. No, but you come away feeling a little funny after the start, 17 to nothing, and completely dominating Kansas State early on. Yeah. And then the last two minutes of the game in overtime, there were ten ways we could lose and <laughs> one way we could win, and we got, we got the one that we could win, really. I mean, things just – and I still – we were talking before the show – I still don't get it why they didn't tie the game up and take it into another overtime. Yeah, yeah. Mark Brooks, your thoughts on the game this I, afternoon? I, I agree with that. I mean, I was actually at, at the golf course giving, working with a kid, so we were watching it on the phone in between swings, and I was, like, shocked they were going for it. Yeah, the Longhorns in overtime got the first possession, and they went nowhere. They gained one yard, and uh, they got the field goal to go ahead by three. And within the two plays, Kansas State is inside the 10-yard line. They're on the five, first and goal. First and goal, and they don't get it in, and there's a fourth down and goal. And Chris Kleiman, the outstanding coach at K-State, said, well, let's go ahead and roll the dice. And uh, he did, and he did not get it. It did not go go their way as uh, Texas escapes 33-30. to Yeah, I mean, that way. They had a first and goal from the five. They took three cracks at it, and the fact they didn't make it, why put it on one play? And they were dominating it. Their defense was taking care of Malik in the offense, so I'd have pushed it to the second overtime. I I, I thought that far and away, Kansas State was a much better team in the fourth quarter. And, Scotty, you're exactly right. Malik Malik Murphy was befuddled. He couldn't complete passes, uh, and – it looked like the Longhorn offense was on the ropes. And uh, I think they got a little bit of a gift from Kansas State by going for the the touchdown and not the field goal to take it to a second overtime. Yeah, Malik made a colossal mistake on the screen pass. I oh. mean, 20, was it 24 to 14 then? Yeah. And that put Kansas State right back where they could beat us. Let me give you some stats. Malik Murphy was 19 of 37 for 248 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Jonathan Brooks had another great game, 22 carries, 112 yards. C.J. Baxter had a great game, 10 carries for 90 yards. Listen to this. That's an average of 6.2 yards per carry. Now, I'm not a football coach, and I like Steve Sarkeesian, but it would lead me to believe 
run the damn ball. Run the ball more and don't put so much pressure on Malik Murphy. I agree. Mark, I mean. Where's Quinn yours? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the word is out. I know ESPN in their pregame show, they said that Quinn was throwing this week and that he could be back for next week's game with TCU. We may have a start time very soon of that one, but I don't know. But um, from where I was sitting at the game, I was thinking it'd be nice to see number 16 Arch Manning in this game, but there are a lot of things at play. uh, And Steve said, no, he's going to stick with Malik Murphy and uh, got lucky this afternoon in that that vein. Uh, I think it would have been awful hard to put Arch in in that situation. First ever snaps. Yeah. First ever snaps in a fourth quarter game that was three point game or you know or tied up even at right. the end. So well, we're watching. We're at Dirty Martin's place. Yeah, iconic burger joint on Guadalupe. This is the place to come to watch college football and have great burgers. And we're enjoying some fried pickles. And some fried jalapenos. Don't tell my soda people this, but we're watching football right now. A great game in Stillwater, Oklahoma, about to enter the fourth quarter. And the Oklahoma Sooners have come back to lead Oklahoma State 21-17. Texas uh, and Oklahoma and a whole bunch of other teams are tied for first place right now in the Big 12. And I've been racking my brain. There's some guys here from Tyler, and they asked me, "Who, who are we supposed to root for? And I never like to root for Oklahoma, but I think Texas needs Oklahoma to win to, to keep the national presence because if Oklahoma loses, that that, that lost Oklahoma doesn't look very good. Thoughts? I'd, I'd agree 100%. We need OU to win out. Also, we're watching Florida State and Pitt. Florida State from the ACC, currently undefeated, higher than Texas in the rankings. They're having a tough one in Pittsburgh this afternoon. Florida State... Leads Pitt in the third quarter, 10 to 7. Longhorn fans, you want the Pitt Panthers to win this game. Also, we're watching Missouri and Georgia in Athens, and Georgia now leads 24 to 13. Scotty, you pointed out to me you like Missouri. They're a really good football team, and they've been playing well all year long. Well, they've lost one game. I mean, they're they're really better than what they've been in the last few years for sure. And they knocked off Kansas State early in the season. They did, yeah, 30 uh, 27. So. I don't think Georgia's taking them lightly. They're having all kinds of trouble, but thank goodness for them it's a home game, so they're starting to pull away a little bit. Uh, Earlier today, uh, Clemson got back in the win column. Cade Klubnick, the Westlake quarterback, led Clemson past Notre Dame in an upset 31-23. Dabo Sweeney gets a win. I don't know if you heard the cut of Dabo this week going off on his on his coach's show. Some guy called and was moaning about, hey, how come you make $11 million and we're 4-4? and Dabo went off on the guy, but it's a big win for Dabo and Clemson today, 31-23. Now, coming up later uh, in the 6 o'clock hour, well, when we have the end zone club, Ben will join us in just a little bit. Two ginormous games on a national scene, LSU and Alabama in Tuscaloosa. LSU's a strange team to me. They've got a great, great offense, and their defense is gut-rotten awful. Can LSU beat Bama tonight in Tuscaloosa, fellas? I'd put my money on Alabama, but it's going to be close. I mean, I don't think it's it's not going to it's going to be a seven point game one way or the other, don't you think? I think it's going to be a close game, but yeah. I just don't trust that LSU defense. But then again, there's Milrow, the quarterback for Alabama, who runs the ball real well, doesn't pass the ball real well. And then also uh, after six o'clock, it's going to be the Washington Huskies at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. 
against USC. Washington is a team we need to uh, root against, sadly. USC uh, will try to get back uh, in the wind column or the windstead with them. It's Washington at USC. Washington at USC. Uh, we need to take a break. After this break, we're going to talk a little golf mixed in with football as we're at Dirty Martin's Place on the drag. Come and see us. Uh, we'll be here until 7 o'clock. Ben will join us in just a little bit. Uh, Mark Brooks is here, the 1996 PGA Championship. His lovely wife has just arrived. Cynthia's arrived. Always brightening up my day here. And my grandson. And the grandson. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you, boy. Good to see you. All right, we're going to take a break. After this break, more on the 15th Club, part of Sports Saturday on KLBJ. And we'll be back with more right after this. Hi, my name is Kate Golden. I'm associate head coach for the women's golf team here at University of Texas. And you're listening to the great guys at the 15th Club. Thank you so much, Kate. Uh, Kate and Ryan Murphy do a wonderful job for the Texas women's golf team as they've completed their fall semester. Looking forward to great things in the spring. Welcome back to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio, our first hour of Sports Saturday, broadcasting live from historic Dirty Martin's Place where we're watching football this afternoon, talking football and also talking golf. While we were away, Florida State has scored again. They now lead Pitt 17-7 in Pittsburgh and Missouri has scored, and Georgia leads Missouri 24-21. So the upset alert is on in Athens, Georgia. Our game earlier today, Longhorns over K-State 33-30 in overtime. Texas almost blew a 27-7 lead, but a great defensive play by the Longhorns in overtime preserved that win for Texas 33-30. Malik Murphy, 248 yards passing. Jonathan Brooks, 112 yards rushing to lead the way. Texas now a very, very good 8-1 and one next week. TCU will know the kickoff time very, very soon. Uh, there is golf going on uh, right now and down in Mexico at Cabo. You know, this is interesting. This is fall golf, but they still pay in American dollars and pesos down there, and they're great benefits, fellows, from, from winning uh, golf tournaments. And Mark, a friend of yours, Matt Kuchar is in full flight. <laughs> yeah, the large tipper. The large oh, no. tipper. Right. What's the, tell the story behind well, that. That was in Mexico. It, the other yeah was on the in the in the. <laughs> he, top, yeah. he got a lot of press. Yeah, he didn't. He he had a he, he had won a, the Mayakoba, Mayakoba, which was an official event, and had a club caddy because his regular caddy couldn't go. That's correct. <laughs> what did he tip him? Five thousand. Five dollars. Five thousand instead of. What was 10% of what he won? Probably made a million two, million five instead of standard 100,000. Now, he did send him a little money later on, didn't he? Did they, he get they, shamed? They worked something out. <laughs> Golly. But I, think, went, I think they sent a uh, cartel member <laughs> knock on the door. He got like 50 grand or something. Okay, they're playing at Cabo this week. At He's 10 under. I'll, I'll go double check because we have live leaderboards here. And he is uh, he's 10 under par for the day through 14 holes. Yeah, he's got a six-stroke lead over Will Gordon. And this, I mean, this tournament, is it on Tiger's new course? Diamante. Diamante. Diamante, yeah. It's on Diamante. Like the El Cardinal. This yeah. is one of the early courses I believe Tiger did. And uh, the, the cut was five under par. They said basically the wind hasn't blown. Fairways are really wide, 50, 60 yards wide. So it's pretty much a second-shot golf course. And I'm sure if it got windy, it would... 
proved to be a more formidable test. But 24 under par with uh, four to go in the third round is pretty scorching. Now, we had a Longhorn up near the top yesterday. I know uh, uh, he's, he's hanging around. Kramer, Kramer Hickok. Kramer Hickok from Dallas, yeah. And he needs a good finish. He's currently about 144th on the list. And as he stands at the moment... He's jumped all the way up to like 130th, and a top 125 is still the magic number. That you get to keep your card, keep your card for you know, be relatively exempt right. for next year. Right, yeah. only two weeks left after this, so it's a big deal. So and how much he need to win? It's not really money anymore, it's, Scotty. It's finish, okay. and uh, you know, you're looking at he's tied for seventh right now. And he needs a top five. Okay. So he needs to finish it off and then, or, you know, wait on next week. But let's not wait on next week. Yeah, and I assume that Doug Gim, who's currently in 17th place, I think, bouncing around today a little bit, uh, just a couple under par, which won't do it. That won't move you up the leaderboard there. But Doug's probably in about the same situation as Kramer, don't you think? Well, I can I can tell you. I mean, I, I pulled the list up for guys that, you know, we would know, uh, current names. Doug's actually currently inside. Good. So Good. he's hanging around there. I'll give it to you right now. Well, I'll give you some names that are outside. So this will be something to watch. If you're bored of college football and you want to flip on, it's actually in Bermuda. So hopefully a hurricane misses them and they can get the tournament in next week. And then they finish at uh, Sea Island okay. the following week. Uh, right now, Cameron Champ. You wow. know, multiple winner, yeah. long, super long ball hitter. Everybody thought was you know going to be the next uh, – Potentially next uh, great player. He is currently a couple out. Jimmy Walker, uh, San Antonio's Jimmy Walker's outside. My friend Jimmy Walker. You have your buddy. Harry Higgs. Webb Simpson. But now he has multiple exemptions left. But Ryan Palmer, the Aggie Ryan Palmer from Fort Worth, he's outside. And he probably doesn't have any any safety net at the moment. How about our friend Dylan Fratelli? Yeah, Dylan. Dylan's not having a good year. Well, yeah, I didn't want to really bring it up, but – I'm going to go scroll on down, and uh, currently he is not in. Wow. And he, he actually probably needs a top two or three in the next next event. He's about 160. I got it right here. 163rd. Cameron Champ is also an Aggie. Speaking of the Aggies, he is. we didn't give him that score, 38-35. Ole yeah. Miss defeated the Aggies, uh, Aggies this afternoon. Yeah. Tipped field goal at the end yeah. for A&M. Somebody got a ball on it, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, we're 152 days out from the Masters. Yeah. Matt Kuchar may be back in the Masters if he wins this. This, this, is, this will get him in. This will get him in. So let's talk uh, about the TGL, and people may not know a lot about TGL. What is the TGL? Yeah. The Tomorrow well, Golf League. Tomorrow Golf League. Not today. Tomorrow. The <laughs> not, Tomorrow not, Golf League. It's not coming. yesterday. It's a coming. <laughs> yeah. Tell everyone, just explain to everybody who may not know what the Tomorrow Golf League is. It is indoor simulator golf. Indoor simulator golf. They have built a ultra-large screen. I believe it's like 64 feet tall by 64 feet wide. Huge, humongous screen that they're going to hit their full shots into. Then they've built several, let's call them artificial turf greens, inside the, the arena. And they'll actually have actuators under so they can change the slopes in these greens so the idea is you're wow. going to play your shot off real grass by the way really they're going to bring in grass let's call it on a big box they'll play all the shots off real grass including having some rough then where if it gets within 50 yards of the hole they're going to then move to the short game area that will probably not be real grass and they'll try to complete the holes 
and, and interesting and, format as well, by the way. And, but the main thing is that Tiger's involved. Roy McElroy and Justin Thomas, maybe he definitely is. Yeah, Ricky Fowler, all all the usual suspects. Okay, and then there's some missing. Yes, oh. that would be Jordan Spieth's not not part of the deal, nor is Scotty Scheffler, nor is Will Zalatoris, and I oh. thought for sure that would be the Dallas team. Sure, yeah, that's John Rom. And John, uh, and John Rom just pulled out a couple a few days ago, and he cited travel concerns about. Getting from Phoenix to the West Palm Beach area. I've done the math. They're going to play 15 weeks, regular season. Two, the final two weeks, week 16 and 17, will be semifinals and finals. Okay? Okay. You have six teams. That means two teams will play each other each week. And they do the math. In 15 weeks, they're going to play five matches per team. Okay. And at the end of the 15 weeks, the top two, well, I guess that would be actually the top four teams in points. Will advance to the semifinals, and next week will be the finals. And so, what, where's it, what team is going to be on? It's on ESPN. It's on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, wow. They're going to start on Tuesday night, but they're going to definitely, obviously, they're not going to butt up against any NFL football. So the only competition they'll have is a little bit of basketball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Primetime. Primetime, two-hour show. That yeah. is going to be fascinating to watch. How many teams are there? How there's many six teams. Six teams. And there's some, there's some really important investors as far as the health of this thing, talk oh, it, about that. Well, there's a, a, a bunch of who's who's. As far as, you know, influencers and investors, that we have the Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal. There's four or five Formula One drivers that are investors. Wow. Uh, the Venus Williams, right? Venus and Serena. And, yeah. and uh, Serena's husband owned the L.A. golf team. They're owners of that, of that team. Why don't we have an Austin golf team? Because what a, what Mark they've Brooks, already named them. Can't it's, Mark Brooks and Ben Crenshaw or Tom Kite? San Francisco, L.A., Atlanta. I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to miss miss a couple of them because yeah. it's not at top of mind. But uh, maybe Chicago. Oh, Boston. Excuse me, Boston. Yeah. The Fenway Group. Yes, they got money. They own one of the teams. Yeah, and and the team in Atlanta is owned by the man that uh, y'all would know, the Home Depot man. Oh yeah, who's. Uh, Contributor to the Muty School of Communication. Yes. Grandsons, Fiji over here. Yeah. Scotty, as we go into break, I know we got a special guest after 530. In about 35 or 40 seconds, tell us the situation with John Rahm and the story that's out this week about John Rahm turning down uh, uh, the Live Golf folks. Well, I'm not sure he really turned him down, <laughs> but he just said it would take about $400 million to, to get me interested. And, you know, maybe he starts it there, and if he ends up with $200 million, he might he might do it. I don't know. I don't know what John Rahm's mood is about all this, but, but that was kind of tongue-in-cheek in Jeff Shackelford's article in his newsletter this week. But I don't know. It'd take a big number to get John Rahm, wouldn't it? That would be a tremendous blow to the PGA Tour of John Rahm. I'm going to finish up. Doug Gim, he deserves our you know respect. Okay. He's 117th okay. on the list, and that's not in too bad a shape, and he's playing very well this week. We're broadcasting live from Dirty Martin's Place. Come and join us watching college football, talking a lot about golf, and we'll talk more about the Longhorns thrilling 33-30 victory over K-State. We're watching Bedlam, where Oklahoma leads 21-17. Georgia still has a lead over Missouri, and Florida State a bigger lead over Pitt. Back after the news here on KLBJ. I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live here till I die 
Howdy, folks. This is Ray Benson of Asleep at the Wheel, and you're listening to The 15th Club with Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers on News Radio 590 KLBJ. Boy, it's always good to hear from our friend Ray Benson. Oh, it is. And we've got a big announcement that we'll make on the show next week okay. about our Imagine Muni 2024, which is going to be on March 24th, 100th anniversary, the wow. entertainment. We're going to announce it next week on the show. Uh, Ray Benson and Jimmy Vaughn are going to open, by the way. Wow. So that's just the Are the, the Beatles coming? Are the Beatles coming? Well, let's just say it's, it's, it, you can say Grammy at the same time. Wow. If, it, if it works out, we'll wow. see about that. Anyway, the 15th Club, we're here at the Deep Eddy. No, we're not at Deep Eddy. <laughs> Have another drink, Scotty. Well, you do that. If you do that. But we're, Dirty. We're Dirties. Dirty. Dirty. <laughs> Golly. Okay. And I'm not, I haven't even had my first Tito. I know yet. you haven't had I'm fixing to go and go to the deep end, too. All right. Dirty Martins, 1926. 97 years old. And we're brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance, ABC Bank, Salt Lake Barbecue, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance, Marty's Tex-Mex, the Muni Conservancy, Donald Ross Sportswear, Edel Goff, Zilker belts. I handed Mark a new Zilker belt. Beautiful. So I've got my show. Zilker belt on and the uh, Donald Ross shirt. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. That's the one I have. Yeah, yeah. I love this. This is good belt. Now, can, good. I, can I get, uh, before we do our guests, this bedlam is really, truly bedlam. Oklahoma State is on the lip of the cup as they're about to score against Oklahoma. Uh, we're in the fourth quarter, eight minutes to play. Uh, Oklahoma leads Oklahoma State by a score of 21-17. But with us now on the live line is the head golf coach of the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, our great friend John Paul Bear, who's also celebrating a birthday today. Coach Bear, welcome to your show, the 15th Club. Glad you're with us, and happy birthday, John Paul. Thank you, Ed. Thank you very much. Nice to be with you guys. Yes, it is my birthday, November 4th. And I've got three, just not really trivia, but I'll just tell you, three Texans, well-known Texans that also are celebrating a birthday today. Oh. All right, Mark Brooks is looking at me. Uh, Mark, you want to go? Are we supposed to? Is this trivia? It's trivia time with John Paul Aber. Uh, birthdays today, I don't know. I don't know. Who is who is it? Jackie Burke? Three, three pretty well-known Texans. Matthew McConaughey, birthday today. Um, Saw Laura him on the Bush. sidelines. Saw him on the sidelines. Who's the other one? Yeah. Laura Bush. Oh. That's lady. right. That's right. Great. And Walter Cronkite. I think we claim him as a Texan. I Instead saw the good, commercial my nephew did for GSD&M today with Walter Cronkite. Get your horns up. Yeah, well, that's very good trivia. There. That's really good. You know, Ed and I sat next to him at El Patio one night. That's exactly right. He said, pass wow. me the hot sauce, fella. I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give us an update of what's going on. I know the teams are now completing their first semester of golf. How did your first semester go with your golf team at Nevada, Las Vegas, John Paul? Well, we finished up our fall. We played four, four events. And um, we we totally took some strides in the right direction. Um, we uh, we don't have an official ranking yet. There have there haven't come out. There hasn't been an official ranking yet. But but our ranking is going to be better than it was a year ago last year. And so right now is that precious off season time where we can work with our players. They can get their equipment right. Kind of work on some personal goals and things they want to do, get caught up in school, and try to get really, really ready for this 
spring. Um, we kick off our spring season at, um, in Westlake Village, California at the Southwestern Invitational Pepperdine's Tournament. Well, that'll be a good one. And you're going to host your tournament again in, uh, what, February? Or when's your tournament That's at right. Las we Vegas? host the Southern Highlands Collegiate, February 25th to the 27th. Really great field. Um, Texas will be there. The Longhorns of Texas. I'm happy that they got a win today. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good one. Hey, listen, John Paul, since you brought up Mr. Believable Walter Cronkite, I'm going to tell you about a 30-second story. After Ben makes a birdie putt in 1995 on Sunday at Augusta National, I ran up to the bathroom in the clubhouse, and I'm standing at the urinal, and I turned to my left, and there he is, Walter wow. Cronkite. And he's, and and we start talking, uh-huh. as men do when there's – and he said, are you a Texan? I said, yes, Mr. Cronkite, I am a Texan. I know your daughter Kathy from KOBJ, KOBJ. in Austin. Yeah. And he said, well, I think Ben's going to win today. Wow. And there's my Augusta National Bathroom story. And that's the way it is, he would say. Uh, John Paul, I got to have a nice visit today at the football game with two of your former players at UT, Christian Moss and Tommy Morrison. They're fresh off a really good appearance at Cypress Points this week where they really tied, but they were declared second place in the tournament at Cypress Point. Two great young guys that you were, you were heavily involved with, you and John Field, to recruit to the University of Texas. Well, then, no, they're doing great. They're both in their second year. And uh, like you said, they're really good guys. And they're just really two of two of a really kind of a loaded team there at Texas with, uh, with some really good young talent. But, but good, good bunch of guys. Nice to know that they'll be around for, you know, a few more years, too. Um, what was going on on game day? Was it was that what, what was what was Christian hitting some little pitch shots or something? He was. He was on game day Fox before the game, and he was hitting some pitch shots for Fox. It's kind of cool uh, for Urban Meyer and uh, Matt Leiter and those guys. Kind of a kind of a neat deal. I'm so glad they're bringing golf teams involved with these game days. I know this was the Fox big big uh, noon game, and ESPN of course has been here before, but it's. I love that they recognize the golf team and they recognize uh, the Longhorn golf team, and, and you were a part of one of the national championship a couple of years ago. That was kind of cool. No hey. kidding. You know, I'm down here right now. I'm in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and I was out recruiting today in Kinder, Louisiana, at Cachada Resort, Ed, where I'm sure you've been. Yes, I have. Um, yes, and young Charlie Woods is playing in the 14 to 15 year old division in Tiger is caddying for him wow so kind of a big deal actually pretty pretty awesome to see tiger out caddying for his son it's actually a made for television event they'll televise the final round on monday and it'll be shown i don't know probably in another month or so hey what are the chances of him coming to unlv well tiger was close to coming to unlv he ended up going to stanford i think that was his mom's his mom's wish. Um, but, you know, the best thing we can do is recruit him, and maybe we could show Tiger and Charlie a good visit. You I know, know. I, I hate to rain on your parade, but I think <laughs> Tiger may want to stay away from Las Vegas a little bit because he had oh, some unfortunate oh. things go on after, during his I'm – not, I'm not telling you what to do, Coach. 
But I'm just thinking, I'm not sure if El Tigre wants to go back to the MGM Grand, to the official player's room. I don't know. But I wish you luck. I think it would be fantastic if you've got young Charlie to play for the Rebels. <laughs> hey, well, John. we could, you know, I'm happy, be happy to take Tiger's advice on anything he wanted to say. Have you got your seats locked down for F1 out there in Las Vegas? I know that the traffic out there is hellish right now, all the infrastructure they're putting up, but that is going to be fun to watch on TV even for those of us that don't. Um, Mark, do you watch F1? Uh, yes, sir. You do? I do. I see I don't, but I might watch it in Las Vegas just to see the sphere and all the different yeah stuff going on well, out just there. Imagine that, a 10 p.m. lights-out start, November 18th. Wow. I will be watch. I will be one of the people watching it on television. I'm pretty sure. Maybe you can go see our friends at the Italian American Club and sit and watch it from there. They'll have a big screen set up. Well, yeah, that's that's always a good environment down there. Hey, um, you know what? I didn't know, Scotty. I thought you and I were probably pretty good with a nine iron. I think we found some other people in there that might. Be oh really my! Good yeah, this was good for the fellas nine as well. Yeah, there was a really? yeah, there was a guy there. I won't say his name because he might have me rubbed out. He told us he had done a lot of business and a lot of collecting with a nine iron, even though he didn't play golf. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. And we looked him up, and he clearly has. Oh he man, said, he said, "I've never hit a golf ball in my life, but as God is my witness, I've done a lot of business." with a nine iron <laughs> yeah no he, he said it was unbelievable well that's like elon woods oh yeah he's done a lot of business with a seven iron yeah hey uh happy hey, birthday turned to you. into quite a segment Thank it you has it's like you know, me tv or something hey uh happy birthday friend have a great time recruiting give our best to tiger tomorrow and maybe charlie will come play for you and you nlv i think that would be fantastic what a great golf community you have there Many golf courses, Shadow Creek leading the way, but that's fantastic. Hey, continued success. February 25th, I think you need a first tee announcer for that tournament at, at Southern Highlands. Boy, we really might need one. Okay, I'd like to I, stay on call for late February. Okay, I'll stay on call. Yeah, you'll have to pull me out of the Bellagio or the wind, but I'll do it for you, my friend. Hey, uh, thank you for the visit. Uh, best to the family and uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Continue success. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you, guys. Go Rebels and hook them. Hook them. John Paul A. Bear, head golf coach of UNLV. Uh, we're watching Oklahoma State and Oklahoma now 27 to 21. The Cowboys of Oklahoma State lead the Boomer Sooners. Here we go. Who do you want to win this game? We'll talk about that when we get back, plus some more golf tidbits with our friend Mark Brooks, the former PGA champion, and Scotty Sayers. I'm Ed Clements here at Dirty Martin's Place, and we'll return with more after this on KLBJ. Hey, this is Kyle Chandler, and you're listening to the 15th Club with Scotty Sayers and Ed Clemens on KLBJ. Thank you so much, our great friend Kyle Chandler of Friday Night Lights. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers. Mark Brooks is with us here on KLBJ Radio. John Paul mentioned birthday people. The birthday girl, Liz McKenna, is here with Ben, Ben's fiance. Happy birthday, Liz, to you, dear. Wow, right yep. there with Walter Cronkite, Laura Bush. Who it's else was it? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yes, all, all these, the great. All these, all these famous people 
all these famous people uh, with birthdays today. We are at Dirty Martin's Place on our show, proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank. Uh, we're watching this very exciting Oklahoma State-Oklahoma game. Right now, Oklahoma State has a six-point lead, 27-21, under six minutes to play. But, fellas, Oklahoma is driving. And, Mark Brooks, you're predicting an Oklahoma victory? Well, it's third and 12 now. <laughs> There's still five minutes to go. Still five minutes to go, and that's an eternity in, in college football. It is with the three timeouts. Hey, something happened while you were in the bathroom. What was that? Matt Kuchar made an eight. Matt he Kuchar. made an ocho. Oh, my. <laughs> and he's only got a two-stroke lead down oh, in no. Mexico. Too Maybe bad. the tourista's gotten to yeah. him. He Maybe. went bogey, quad. Maybe that's, so. that's our, that's our way to bogey play. Bogey and quad. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you'd like to join us, 512-836-0590 as we talk golf and college football. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in a great game in, in Stillwater. Also, Georgia is pulling away from Missouri somewhat. It's a two-score, two-score game, thirty to twenty-one. Also, two minutes to go, though. Okay, and also Florida is leading. Uh, Florida State's ahead, twenty-four to seven now. Over against Panthers, Pitt. yeah. Uh, USC and Washington set to begin soon. LSU and Alabama set to begin soon. Let me just ask you, as we watch Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, Mark Brooks, who, who, as a Texas Longhorn fan, who do you think Texas would rather face? Oklahoma again, the team that beat them. Uh, a few weeks ago, our Oklahoma State, a team that Texas uh, has not faced and will not face this year unless they go to the Big 12 championship. OU. I, well, I want the highest-ranked team, obviously. But yes. if you said uh, my druthers, I'd rather play OU. Well. We have a longer history. We do have a longer history. <laughs> Long history. And Oklahoma State, quite frankly, Scotty's had our number the last few years. Oklahoma State's also hot. Uh, I don't know if they'll stay hot and be hot three weeks from now or four weeks from now, whenever the Big 12 championship is, but um, they're kind of an unknown. I mean, you can scout Oklahoma because we played them once. Yeah. We, we know what to expect. Yeah. We're a little scared of Dylan Gabriel, I think. And Oklahoma State has the nation's leading leading run running back. Uh, Jonathan Brooks, I believe, is now third in the country in rushing. So you have a known factor when you have Oklahoma and Every coach I've ever known says it's very difficult for a team to beat another team two times in the same year, and I think Texas and Oklahoma are awfully equal out there. Well, don't tell the Texas Rangers that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't have any trouble beating the same team over and over and over. Okay, it's a fourth and 12, and get this, they're under five minutes to play. Oklahoma has lined up for a field goal. What? Yeah, they're lining up for a field goal because they think they can get the ball back. So let's see what happens here. Apparently, he's just, uh, you know, Brent Venables is not in the Steve Sarkeesian. Let's go for it on fourth and 12. Snap is good. Kick is up, and it is good. So now 27-24. So they're a field goal away from tying this game in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Sadly, and I say sadly, for me, it's, this is the last bedlam game of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. One of the bad byproducts of Teams leaving conferences, bad byproduct. Love, love the field goal. You, you love do? the field goal. Love the field goal. With five minutes to go in a defense like Oklahoma's, it's twenty-four twenty-seven. I only need a field goal to go to overtime. If they get it back, well, if they get the ball back. Uh, I'm going to bet you they get it back. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gundy, Gundy's going to definitely go dive it, in the, dive it up the gut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Matt Kuchar makes an eight. Uh, who's in second place there? Uh, Camillo. 
Viegas, and Eric Van Ruden. Eric Van Ruden? Yes. Van Ruden. Van Ruden. 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 Man with the bad pants <laughs> over there. He's got the bad pants working. He's had the bad pants for a long, long time. Um, next. Bad, bad news. What's that? Cooch followed up the quad with a boog. He oh, did. No. Yeah, oh, we no. now have Camilio v. v. Jagas. Oh, and that's a great story. At the top. It is a great story. Oh. He lost a child a few years ago, yeah. and um, I, 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 that's a really, really good story. Ben Clements joins us now. Hi, Ben. How are you, buddy? I'm breathing. How are you guys doing? Br- breathing again after Ooh. that game. Yeah. I know we're going to take a deep dive into it next hour here on KLBJ Radio, but yeah, a win is a win is a win. Survive in advance. Yeah. Just, just get it done. There's no pictures in the scorecard, right, Mike Mark Brooks? Well, yeah, Dad already said that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but this one didn't feel that great. No. no. It, it felt weird like Houston. <laughs> it felt very but, weird. But, uh, anyway. but you know what? Seven wins. Eight wins. Eight wins. Yeah. Eight wins. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of wins. It's, it at least, At least we're closing out with a little help today. But at least we're closing out where the last few years we have not closed anything out. Yeah. Well, guys, right now, Oklahoma State leading Oklahoma 27-24, four minutes left in this ballgame. There's a chance we might re- we might see Texas and Kansas State again in Dallas for the Big 12 championship. I think it's more likely we're going to see Texas and Oklahoma State, Ben. Yeah, that's true too, Pop. Because Oklahoma State has a really, really tepid schedule the rest of the way. We'll, we'll dive into it next yeah. hour because this is, this is it for Oklahoma State because – this is their last big game of the year. i got to check and see, but they don't play anybody powerful, whereas Oklahoma will have to still play uh, West Virginia and uh, TCU. And is this the quietest 6-2 and two team uh, in the country? Yeah. Yeah, listen who, who uh, Oklahoma State has. They have at UCF. Terrible team. At U of H. Terrible team. And versus BYU at home. Yeah. See, that's, that's, a, that's a favorable schedule. Oh, right. my gosh. For sure. So don't look now, Longhorn fans. We're now under four minutes to play. If Oklahoma State holds on, that could be your opponent in the Big 12 championship game if the Longhorns can win out. Next week, TCU, hopefully in the next few minutes, we'll get a kick time for that game and uh, much, much more. Boy, Oklahoma State is now driving. They're inside OU territory. So this is it's a quiet team, Ben, yep. and this is uh, Mike Gundy. With his, with his hair, that full hair he has, dude's a really, really good coach. But ironically, he's like 3-15 and 15 against Oklahoma all time. They never, in this series, they played over 100 times, and OU's won 91 times and in you know, this series. You know what's funny? Me and, me and Dad were talking this week how we thought, given this game is during the daytime, and we thought this would be a huge Oklahoma win because, you know, Bedlam at night in Stillwater spooky it's mysterious you never yeah. know what's going to happen the fact that they're winning in daytime and daylight is that's astounding to me it really is astounding again phone lines get ready to talk to us next hour at 512-836-0590 it looks like florida state is going to win and survive that's not good for the longhorns uh, georgia's still leading missouri man missouri is a good football yeah. team but georgia's winning at home earlier today Clemson upset Notre Dame. No national ramifications there, but Dabo Sweeney's got to be smiling. Hey, real quick, golf golf talk. Did y'all see where uh, uh, Justin Thomas and Max Homa were this week? Where no. they are right now? No. They're on a little trip to South Africa. They're safari hunting right now. Wow. You see that? Take, they, taking some time off. Are they shooting animals or pictures? I think they're doing. I think they're doing pictures, but you know, you never know. Well, I came. I was with Nick Price. For a while, yeah, it, we had a, we had a golf yeah, yeah. course opening over at uh, MacArthur in Florida, 
uh, 33rd course for Kirk Crenshaw to open. Wait, well done. And, uh, well done. That's, it's a good one. It's a great membership over there. Uh, very patient with us building a course that took took a little bit of time and work, but boy, it's beautiful. It really is. I, I think people need to go to your social media, Scotty Core Crenshaw social media. The photos are amazing on your Instagram. Yeah, the the course is really really good. It was built on a pretty difficult piece of property over there, but what a great membership they have. West Palm Beach. Wow, and uh, a lot of beautiful people there at the opening, Scotty. Oh, there were, there were. <laughs> Tell our I, listeners who were there. I had to put there. on a coat and a. Long sleeve shirt and you know and loafers. Did and, you bathe? I bathed. Good. I played yesterday and, and yeah, won a couple. Of, I played with our shapers that our associates that really built the course and we had a great time. They were pointing out the different things that happened over there, but but we uh, Nick Price is a part of that club there. He and Tom Fazio did the first course at MacArthur, and of course Nick is from South Africa. Yeah. And you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. He, what a great guy, Mark. Zimbabwe. He a lot. Yeah. yeah, Mark. As we go in our final forty-five seconds, how do people get in touch with you about eight hundred three golf or lessons and that sort of thing? Well, we have a website eight hundred three golf dot com, and we're we're ready to book people for the spring when the weather's good. Yeah. Wonderful. And we'll be at the first tea party tomorrow night at yes. UT yes. Golf, UT golf Club, Club. Yeah, their annual. Yeah, well, they have a luncheon, but they also have the Corvallis luncheon, but they also have the big party yeah. out there in the golf tournament. Okay, friends, uh, that's going to do it for the 15th club. Don't go away. End Zone Club is next, fellas. Stay if you want. More drinks, more eats. We'll be back uh, from Dirty Martin's Place with the End Zone Club next on News Radio 590 KLBJ. At the Comeback Bar and Grill. At the Comeback Bar and Grill. 